Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. Zoom service, number 34. Can you imagine that? (laughs) It was just going to be a temporary measure. (laughs) But we're glad you're here. I uh, just want to make note that we kind of missed a Uh, a couple of birthdays. Well, one of them was this week, but one of them was last week, and that is uh, Bev Elliott. Uh, We missed hers. And um, so, and and also this week, this past week, uh, actually yesterday, uh, Graham Bouchat. uh, I don't know if you remember Violet, but uh, Violet uh, used to play on our Christmas Eve service um, each year. And uh, so she, uh, her dad, He lives actually very close to us. So um, anyway, I dropped him off a a birthday card. Of course, Hazel had a birthday last week and Graham has a birthday yesterday. And then um, Jimmy Cooper has a birthday this coming uh, Friday. So um, we've got a few few birthdays coming up or current. And so we should remember all of them in prayer and wish them a very, Uh, Happy birthday. Um, There's not many announcements. The ones that you have are in your bulletin, but I will make note of them. First of all, we want to express our deepest condolences to Wib and Barb Crane um, in the death of their sister Valerie's partner, George. Uh, We've been praying for them, and uh, we need to keep them in our prayers that God will comfort and strengthen them and give them uh, his peace. Uh, Next Sunday, of course, we begin Advent, and uh, we want you to keep that in mind. Um, Other than that, I don't really, oh, we have the memory tree donations, which are in your bulletins. Don't forget that. Donations can be made to Melanie uh, for Knox by etransfertduncan at storm.ca or transfer for um, Elfin and Snow Road, uh, delil at storm.ca. Um, this year also, the Christmas baskets uh, are either by check or cash from your church, um, so keep that in mind. There to be no gifts nor food uh, sent. They will be uh, all divvied up from the, uh, from the center. Uh, I believe that's it. We do have some the sick, and we want you to continue to remember them. Um, and we're going to have special prayer for them later. But this morning, as we begin, uh, we're going to have our call to worship, which is uh, in your bulletins. If you don't, I know Joel will bring it up. There we go. And uh, Joel will be the people of, lead the people of God, and I will be the leader. It's Psalm 23, of course, and it's in the message. And uh, it goes something like this. God, you are my shepherd. <clears throat> I don't need a thing. Even though I go through Death Valley, 
I'm not afraid when you walk by my side. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm home. And I'm home in the house of my God for the rest of my life. Bless his holy name. Let us uh, sing our first uh, hymn, uh, Gathering Hymn. It'll be 691, My Shepherd is the King of Love. And it's in your hymn book. It's also um, in your, on the screen. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, prayer of adoration and assurance of pardon. Let us gather our hearts and our thoughts towards our creator, our God, our father. Let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you today. How wonderful you have been to us this past week. Lord, and our bodies still need healing and our souls still need encouraging especially during this time that we're living in now. Uncertainty, to say the least, and, and lockdown for many people, to say the most. It's tough, it's strange, and it's beyond anything we could have imagined. But Lord, we come to you now, and we ask for your encouragement. May your spirit give us strength. Lord, we pray now for the fact that you have, in your great love, given us everything that we need. And uh, we ask now, Lord, that you'd forgive our sins, that you'd cleanse us from anything we've done wrong, and that you'd encourage us in our walk with you daily as we pick up our cross and follow. Be with us now in this service through Christ our Lord who taught us to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Uh, we're going to sing the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. We're going to sing it twice, just the chorus part. And uh, Elaine, uh, Linda will lead us. Now we're going to hear from Rebecca. We haven't seen her. Well, I've seen her, but she's going to share with us uh, the uh, story this morning. And she has a book out that um, is going to be available for Christmas, I believe. And maybe she could talk about that before she tells her story. Rebecca, it's yours. Thank you. Um, it is so nice to be here with everyone this morning. Um, and yeah, I do. I have a new book, which is kind of crazy to me. It took me three years to get this new one out. So I'm very excited to share it with you this morning. It's called Violet. Um, and I do have some for Christmas. So if you're interested after you hear it this morning, let me know and I'd be happy to, to get a copy to you. Um, I've never screen shared in Zoom. So Joel, if I mess up royally, can you talk me through it? Yes, I will. <laughs> But you've got this. Okay. Good morning. All right. So I think, is it show, showing my screen now? Yes, right now we see your web browser. So okay. yeah, so you bring up, we'll, uh, we'll do it. Good, that's what I want. I want to go here because I can actually show you my book without awkwardly trying to share the pages with you and like getting them close to the, to the camera. So this is called Violet, the girl who finds her voice. When Violet was a little girl, she loved to dance and skip and sing. Most of her songs were made up on the spot. And as she sang, unexpected things would happen. Good morning, son, she sang as she skipped towards the park. The sun smiled back at her and hu hugging her with her warmth. Good morning, Robins, she sang at the birds. At the sound of her voice, they left their nests and followed her through the park, singing along with her song. Good morning, flowers, she sang as she stopped to smell the many blossoms. They replied by opening as large as they could, swaying and dancing around her. 
Yes, Violet was, yes, Violet had a great power. Her words were kind and made everything come to life. It wasn't long before she started to speak kind words to everyone and everything she met. To her neighbors, she was kind. To her teacher, she was kind. To her puppy, she was kind. And with each kind word she spoke, life and beauty followed. But there were times when she spoke and people didn't like it at all. Mm. What difference can you make? You're too young, they'd say. What do you understand? You're too little, they'd say. You're just a silly girl, they'd say. And each time they spoke, Violet's heart sank a little. Be brave, little heart, Violet would whisper. But with each harsh word spoken, her voice shrank until it was too small to even be noticed. That's when Violet kept her words to herself. She'd go to the park and ignore the sun. She'd pass by the flowers without stopping at all. She'd walk by the robins without even hearing their song. When Violet lost her voice, the whole world became a little less bright and a little less beautiful. Hello, Violet, her neighbor, Mr. Montgomery said one day. Hello, Mr. Montgomery, she whispered, her eyes fixed on the ground. What's the matter, Violet? You're not your usual self today, Mr. Montgomery asked. Oh, nothing, Violet replied. That's not like you, Mr. Montgomery said. You're usually full of smiles and songs. Not anymore, Violet said. I'm too young to make a difference and I'm not big enough to understand things and I'm just a silly girl. Tears came to Violet's eyes as she said these words and for the first time ever, they felt truer than true. Who told you that? Mr. Montgomery asked. Who told you that you're too young? Who said you're not big enough? Who made you believe you're just a silly girl? Everyone, Violet said. Not me, her neighbor said. So it can't be everyone. Come on a walk with me and I'll show you that they're wrong. Violet agreed and together they made their way down the path through the park. Do you see the sun? Mr. Montgomery said. Yes, Violet replied. Do you know that I see it shine brighter each time you speak to it? Violet gave him a questioning look. Try it if you don't believe me, Mr. Montgomery said. Feeling a little shy, Violet softly said, good morning, son. Nothing changed. I don't think it hurt you, Mr. Montgomery said. Why don't you try again? I guess I could. Violet took, a deep, took in a deep breath and yelled, good morning, sun. Right then, the sun and the whole sky came alive with color. Violet couldn't believe her eyes. See, I told you, Mr. Montgomery said. Why not say hello to the flowers? Violet raced over to the nearest flowers and whispered, good morning to each bud with a kiss. And each one bloomed wider and stood taller at her care. And now the birds, Mr. Montgomery said, but Violet was one step ahead of him, racing to the trees to dance and sing along with her winged friends. The whole world came alive with sound and color at Violet's words. When she was all done saying kind things, she came back to Mr. Montgomery and sat beside him. Can I tell you a secret, Violet? Mr. Montgomery asked. Yes, please, she replied. 
Words are magic, he said. They have great power, and because of that, they need to be used carefully. Some people don't know the power of words, and they use them without thinking. Others know their power and use them to hurt. The words people said about you, saying you're too young, you're not big enough, and you're a silly little girl, are powerful words. Powerful enough to make your voice shrink. But my words have power too. I'm here to tell you that you aren't too young to make a difference. You are big enough to understand the world around you. And most of all, you are a wonderful girl. Just look at the beauty you've made today. You have an important place in the world. Your words have power. Violet smiled thoughtfully as the words sank deep into her heart. She has an important place in the world. I'm gonna stop share here. Thank you for letting me read my story to you. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, one final thought before I hand everything back to Pastor Philip. Um, this story came out of reading the Bible. It came out of Proverbs 12, 18 that says, there is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And I just wanted to share that verse with you guys today because our words have power and we do have the power to speak life or to bring death in how we choose to use our words. And this story is just about bringing life and kindness and beauty using our words the way that God asks us to. So happy Sunday. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That was so good. Thank you. We appreciate it. We really do. And I'll want a few of those copies, so I'll be talking to you later. Perfect. I'll get them to you. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for that story. Let's pray for our kids that God continues to keep them safe. And so I'm going to lead you in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Rebecca and the story of what kind of words we should use. Kind words, caring words, uplifting words, words that pick people up. Lord, we're so grateful for Violet, who, who is such a, a marvelous example of how we can hurt people if we're not careful. Be with each of our children, Lord, uh, whether they're listening to me or whether they're not listening to service. We pray, Lord, that wherever they may be, they may sense the presence of God's Holy Spirit, the love of Jesus in their hearts and lives. Thank you, Father, that you look after us. And we ask you now to keep them safe during this season. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So if you want a, you want a good little book and you've heard the story, then uh, talk to Rebecca. It's, uh, it's great that she would do that this morning. Thank you. Um, there's a prayer as before we go to the Word of God. And... Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a prayer that's so uh, precious today. And so together, let's pray it. Thank you, Lord, for the love you have for us. We pray that you would guide us to love like you love. And may we embrace others with that same love and be more like you. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you. Uh, I'm going to ask David.
to read the scriptures, David Barr. And he's reading from Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. It's the story of the separation of the, of the goats and the sheep. The sheep and the goats. The Son of Man will come in all his glory. All the angels will come with him. Then he will sit on his throne in the glory of heaven. All the nations will be gathered in front of him. He will separate the people into two groups. He will be like a shepherd who separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep to his right and the goats to his left. Then the king will speak to those on his right. He will say, my father has blessed you. Come and take what is yours. It is the kingdom prepared for you since the world was created. I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you gave them to me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the people who have done what is right will answer him. Lord, they will ask, when did we see you hungry and feed you? When did we see you thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you as a stranger and invite you in? When did we see you needing clothes and give them to you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, what I'm about to tell you is true. Anything you did for one of the least important of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on the left, you are cursed. Go away from me into the fire that burns forever. It has been prepared for the devil and his angels. I was hungry, but you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, but you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, but you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, but you did not give me any. I was sick and in prison, but you did not take care of me. They will also answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty and not help you? When did we see you as a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and not help you? He will reply, what I'm about to tell you is true. Anything you didn't do for one of the least important of these, you didn't do for me. Then they will go away to be punished forever. But those who have done what is right will receive eternal life. Thank you, David. Pretty powerful words. And uh, I, I, I've always appreciated these words because they speak to us where we live and who we are. Uh, are you a goat or a sheep? Well, in this, the language of social media today, artists and sports personalities of every stripe and color refer to themselves or, or uh, newscasters refer to themselves as goats. And that means the greatest of all times. And, you know, that means that they were the best of the best. People like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, 
Kobe Bryant, all were are looked upon and were looked upon as icon icons. Of course, Tom Brady's still in the in the in the middle of things. The problem with icons is that fine line between honored icons and self-proclaimed icons. You know what I'm saying? Those are the goats that appear successful, and they are. They are passionate, they have drive, they can be viciously competitive, they're headstrong, they're defiant, and they're independent to say the least. Michael Jordan has been called by his teammates a jerk. <laughs> Not my words. It was in uh, one of the sports magazine many years ago. Sometimes just plain mean. Brady has been playing football for so long that he assumes that the players will do exactly as they practice the play. And if they fail to, they're going to hear from him. He's described as relentless. But his, his good thing is that he does affirm other players who play well. Kobe Bryant was dubbed, and he was one of the best, was dubbed to be the, the person who was too selfish to be a, a team player. Muhammad Ali once was quoted as saying, it's hard to be humble when you're as great as I am. <laughs> we, we may admire these, these uh, players, but I'm gonna tell you right now, most of us would never move in with them. Uh, in short, they're rarely community-minded, although they might put the appearance across, uh, they're rarely harmonious. But sheep, ah, sheep, true sheep, on the other hand, are communal, naturally. Uh, they, they, uh, they, they're relational. They build friendships. They depend on each other, and they look out and will care for those around them. Social creatures who go where they're led and eat what they're fed. I wanna leave with you three quick thoughts and then we're done. First of all, we are to view and approach every individual we meet that we come across as if they were Christ themselves. Now that's important. I think it's a powerful truth that Christians need to recognize early in their faith with God. The second thing is we will be judged by our relational attributes. That is our, our gifting as we relate to others in our way to empathize and care for them. And thirdly, we will be judged by the good we did not do. Now, let me expand upon that. In other words, improving on what we already do ourselves. We live in a world that advocates the philosophy. The end justifies the means. Now, that behavior doesn't really matter if you're of this philosophy. The end justifies the means. Personality doesn't matter as long as the end goal is achieved. But scripture differs. Now hear what Jesus says, and he says it, in this passage of scripture to him, the kingdom, it matters why we do things. It matters how we do things. And it matters that we do them with a Christ-like heart. 
In the really important times, we need to be there. At the most needed times, we need to be there. In the most challenging moments, we need to be there. We need to be Christ in the most needed moments, in the, in the most heart-wrenching situations. The real Spirit of God must be allowed to shine through us. Jesus, you see, sees us as we really are. That's, that always is a disturbing thing for me. His ability to look into our hearts and see what lives underneath is, is really where he's coming from. You see, he cares for us, but he also cares for every single person he puts on the way as we walk with him. His ability to look into our hearts and see what lives underneath our wild and woolly exteriors. I want to leave you with this as a conclusion. Some of us may seem a, a little rough around the edges. You've met those people, but boy, those people have generous hearts. And others who look like perfect Christians, why, when the rubber hits the road, generosity falls off the wagon and self-serving behavior kicks in every time. Oh, we're not black and white. That's, that's a reality. But we're a combo of good and evil. Less than good decisions sometimes. We're desirable and yet at times less than desirable is our behavior before our Lord. But you know what? Here's the truth. Only God can judge us. And in this week's parable, Jesus asks us to search our hearts. That's, that's all he's saying. And while we can, we can make self-correction where necessary because all of us need to evaluate and search our hearts. Uh, are you feeling goatish today? The greatest of all time? Or are you sheepish? Being a servant, a caregiver, a lover, of those around us? That's the question that each of us have to answer. Let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you today and we ask you, Lord, to be with us. Guide us in all we do. And may we serve you to the fullest of our ability. May we reflect good sheep behavior, that we would be communal, that we would care for one another, that we'd look out for each other because that's what you've called us to be, and that's what you've called us to do. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Now, at this time, uh, I, I ho hope Harvey's on here, because um, uh, he wrote a, a song uh, called the Dalhousie Sunset Waltz. And uh, today... Uh, Linda's going to play it on the piano. Linda Russell's going to play it on the piano. Let's listen to it as we uh, enjoy it together.
Thank you. Thank you so much, Linda. And uh, thank you for playing it. And thank you so much, Harvey, for, uh, for putting it all together. God bless you. Well, we've got so much to praise God for this morning. And uh, so we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. I want to give thanks to each of God's people who've been faithfully supporting the, the work of the Lord in your separate communities. I know that you've been the hand extended many times in your community, and God bless you for it. Um, as we go to the Lord in prayer, there's quite a number of prayer requests. They are listed on your, your bulletin, but one of the ones that we want to pray for is the Palestinian people, uh, and pray that God will be with them and su supply their need. There's a, a couple of organizations uh, that are um, raising money to help them, and I trust that you will take the time to, um, to look those up because they're, they're, they're on the internet. Just look under Palestinian and you'll be able to see a couple of the organizations that are uh, with them. And also, um, Elaine uh, sent out a couple of on, the, on the, uh, uh, the link. And so uh, with a link. And so I want to thank her for doing that. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, we have so much to be grateful for. Lord, we pray that you would help us to be thankful for the health that we enjoy and be quick to pray for those that are not experiencing good health or are not feeling any strength at all or feel like everything they've done has hushed them in their gratefulness. We want to lift up, Lord, so many who, who need your help. We, we think of the Palestinian people and ask, Lord, that you'd be with them. We ask, Lord, that you'd protect them. And most of all, Lord, that you'd supply every one of their needs, that you'd meet their needs in, at a time when uh, a lot of their, um, their goods have been, have been uh, leveled and, and their homes have been leveled. We ask, Lord, that you'd replace those homes because Lord, only you can do that. We ask also for the many people that uh, need our prayers today. We pray for each one of our elders who are encouraging other people. Uh, we want to lift up um, all those who need our prayers. We think of, of course, Lord, of, of Harvey Jackson and Crystal Brady, who's coming along well, Joe Lin uh, Lyons, uh, Sylvia Lynch, Fred Longmire, Michael Nealon, Lord, we thank you for the continued progress that he's experienced. Rob Patterson, Matthew Rue, Earl Sargent, Stan Sargent. Lord, he's, Stan is ex, ex, uh, anticipating surgery this week. Lord, not only bring it about, but Lord, also bring quick and complete healing as a result of the surgery that he's going to receive. Lord, we pray for those in our retirement homes, Judith and Isabel, Fran, and Norma, Audrey, and Eleanor, Donna, and Lori. We pray for our elders, Lord, and ask you, Lord, to give them strength and also give them insight as to what they should say to people as they call them. We thank you for the many uh, hours that, that uh, our elders stay on the phone and, and talk with people and encourage them and pray with them. We ask, Lord, that you be with each one of these needs. And Lord, today, each one of these people needs special prayer. And Lord, I pray that we will take them upon ourselves. 
I pray for, especially for Sylvia, who's trying to overcome all of this pain that she's been going through. I pray for uh, Matthew, uh, Lord, that you would touch his little body. He's been having such a, raw, a rough time uh, through these uh, through the, these uh, seizures that he's experiencing. Lord, I pray that you'd quiet his mind and quiet his heart. And Lord, for all of our people, Lord, as we bring our requests to you in this moment of quietness, in your mercy, O oh Lord, hear our prayer and answer our prayer. And now, Lord, as we think of the leaders of our nation who are supposed to be serving us, I pray, Lord, that you'd be with them. Give them wisdom, especially during this time. We pray for the uh, vaccine that is in the in process, Lord, of being developed. May you assist those, those people, those scientists, in developing it even quicker than what they thought they could. We pray for them, give them wisdom, give them the right ingredients that they're going to need, that Lord, there will be plenty of it. And now Lord, we ask that you would guide us in all we say and do. Through Christ our Lord, we pray, amen. As we close, uh, I'd like to, us to sing number 699, all the way my savior leads us. What have I to ask beside?
thank you very much for all of you who joined us today. And, um, and uh, we're going to have uh, a closing benediction and then we'll give you opportunity to, uh, to share with each other before you go. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of you now and forevermore. May his peace surround you and may his joy be your comfort and strength. Amen. Well, it's nice to see you all. And Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week, over, week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to see, hear from you soon. And we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.